When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, it's Anne-Marie again with you today. Now, when you think about your current website, is it working as an effective marketing tool for your business? Are you regularly generating leads and clients as well as building your reputation and credibility as an expert in your field? And that's all happening because of your website and online presence. Now, according to my guest today, you should be. Your website is so much more than just a static online brochure. And when you have the right strategy, strategies in place, your website can become an incredible marketing tool for your business. And today I'm joined by Bagan Randawa, and she is a website consultant, a visual design and owner of 57 Pixel Media. And she provides robust and comprehensive solutions in terms of CMS, e-commerce and social media marketing for startups, digital companies and enterprises. And she has also helped various industry-based businesses increase their sales and their online presence. And on today's show, Gan will share three key factors for planning your website to increase the conversion rate and less bounce rate on your website, how to design your website as an affecting marketing tool, and how to build your reputation and credibility, and how social media plays an important role in this, and so much more. So welcome to the show. Hi, I'm Maria. Good morning. And I'm really great to be on the show. Yes. This is a topic I think many people tend to get confused about because there are so many different technologies, so many new, new wonderful things coming on board that we can really boost our online visibility and our online presence, which can be quite confusing. So before we dive into the three key factors, could you just explain what you mean about the term conversion rate and then bounce rate? because some of our listeners may not be familiar with what those two terms are. Conversion rates is basically you are enticing your end user who is visiting your website to have a conversation started with you. Mm. They can get in touch with you with more queries. They can get in touch with you regarding your services or they can get in touch with you any other information from your website. So that is a conversion rate when they start getting communicating with you on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And once that communication happens, they are not bouncing out and in out of the website. They are they are 
stuck there and they they find the information very informative yeah. for them mm-hmm. so that makes your end user or your leads or you can say your future clients in conversation with you on a regular basis yeah. so Mm-hmm. That is a bounce rate that they are not shifting from page to page or website to website. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think when some people go and look behind at the figures as their bounce rates are quite high, which means people are coming through to their website, but they're leaving just as quickly as they're coming. And and obviously what you're saying is that when you have these three key factors in place, you are going to increase the, the number of people who come to your website and then want to communicate with you. So whether they pick up the phone or whether they get onto your list, that's the converting, having that communication. And of course, a less number of people will come to the website and then leave all of a sudden because yeah, they don't stick around. So what would you say are the three key factors? Before that, I just wanted to give, give an outline, a short outline mm-hmm. that there are 55 million websites competing with yours on the internet. Wow. Your by yours, I mean your similar business. Like mm-hmm. I'm into website and designing, and there are many people in the same industry that I'm competing with. Search engine results are becoming better and better, and finding your competitor's website is now very quick and easy. Mm-hmm. And that talks about the marketing aspect and things like that. But a website is like an information flow with you as the provider and your site visitor as the receiver of the information. So people will stick with you if your website talks about those information. Mm. Disregard of the fact that you are on the first page of search engine or second, because they are not concerned about what paging or what number you are on. Are there problems there? And are you giving them the right solutions that they are looking for? Yeah, I love so, that point that you mentioned there, Gagan, which is, I think is very important. So even if you are right on the top of the Google search, if people are clicking through to your website and you haven't right. got key information that you know your ideal client is going to benefit from and find informative and, right. and they're not just not going to stick around. So getting on the first page of Google is a waste of time if your website doesn't back up. And I think that's what you're saying, isn't it? Yes, yes, Mm. absolutely. And before you start a website, you have to gauge the immediate needs of your site website visitors. Similar questions like, can I trust them? Are they good at what they do? Will they get the job done? And that's how the whole starting things happen. That's where the three key factors that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. These are the what, the why, and the how of your service or a company or a product, whatever industry you are in. So I'm going to explain it further by what I mean, what is the company, what are their products or services, what are others saying about them, and what is the right solution for me. Mm -hmm. So when a visitor is coming on your website, they are going to find out these things and your website should talk to them regarding these things. Mm -hmm. This is just the what. Yes. And the why is, why do I use this company? Why is this product good for me? Mm-hmm. These are the questions that are going on your end user or you can say potential client's mind when they are searching for the right solution partner for their problems. And the third one is, how do I buy this product? Can I try this product or services? And how do I see this product works? There could be a demo or things like that. Yes. So these are the key things, which is the what, the why, and how. 
So, Gagan, that's really important, the what, the why, and the how. And so when you visit a website and you do a bit of an audit and you have a look at why they may not be getting the conversion rates or the high bounce rates, it's because they either don't have one or all of those things in place. So they're all very important, having information about the what, the why, and the how. Is that what you find, that uh, websites will often lack one or more of those three key factors? Correct. And uh, when your end user doesn't identify with or relate to these questions that they are looking for, then it gets confusing for them. So that's where they leave the website and they never come back to the website. Mm -hmm. Yes. So whatever services or products you provide to them, it has to be very self-explanatory on the pages and the information flow should be great so that they can find the right kind of information that they are looking at. Mm, Very, very important. So then if we're thinking about our website as an effective marketing tool, what are some of the design factors that we need to consider to design our website to become an effective marketing tool for our business? First and foremost should be identify the user group that Mm -hmm. is coming to your website. Now, you might be providing services or product which goes with the de- uh, different demographics or with the different sex so and age group. So in that case, first you define those. Mm-hmm. And you, you work out what each of these groups kind will be looking at into those. So let me, let me quote one more time that According to Constant Contact, 98% of small business owners use their website as effective marketing tool. So once your user groups are defined, then you have to talk about, rather than an appearance, a performance of the website. And in terms of designing, it should be communicating well with your end user who are using your website. Mm -hmm. Now, that can be the colors, the message, the way the information has been flowed on the website, and uh, the layout of the website, the titles and the headers. That is another effective design aspect of making your website as an effective marketing tool. Mm -hmm. Then there comes the visual content of your pages. There could be some information that you would like to present as charts or graphs or infographics. So that is another design aspect of your website that you need to take care of it. Very important. And I I think that when you said you really need to consider who your ideal client is, who your end user or, or the person who you want to work with, so very important because you imagine that the website, your website is the very first thing that someone will see and, and, and learn more about you. It's kind of like if they walk into a shop, a, a shop front, and really your website is your, your online shop front. If you walk into a shop and you look around the shelves and you look around what's being displayed in the shop, if it doesn't resonate with you, if it's not what you're looking for, you walk straight back out the shop again. And I think this is what you're talking about. Bounce rates. If someone comes to your website, they look around the front page, they might look at the graphics, they might look at the content, the information you're sharing. And if nothing resonates with them, if it doesn't give them the information that they're looking for, they will just leave again. And and I think that that's what you're talking about with the design. Everything really needs to connect with and provide information that you know that your ideal client is, is looking for. Yes? 
Absolutely, yes. Mm. And if it requires your marketing aspect also that you want to target some marketing tools or marketing message to your end user, then your landing pages or squeeze pages have to be very effective and optimized based on the kind of information that you wanted to give to your user. So they say that I just wanted to quote that designers are not Artists, they are hired to maximize the appeal of the products and streamline the sales for their clients. Mm -hmm. So it's just not the look and the feel and the information. Every thought process has to go through how it can be an effective marketing tool. Now, that can be the visual content. That can be how to entice it with social media tool into it. You have an information on product. You want to share it with your friends. You want to share it with your family. Then there should be an easy access to that. They should be able to do that. And then there is giveaways. That's another tool that can be used as an effective marketing tool for your website. So what kind of information or knowledge you can share, which can help your end user. And maybe eventually they will decide to have a business with you Mm -hmm. because they feel that that's a great way. Another thing would be having case studies on your website because that explains that you have solved a problem of your client and you have given them a solution that worked for them. and. And your end user can resonate with that. And you can keep on adding up drip content that you can say because once you start understanding your end user, the information they are looking at, what kind of information is what attracting them the most. And you can build your other pages or landing pages or packages based on that whole study. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. So in that case, your website is like a hub for all the marketing tools. If you you are doing any press releases or you are going to any conferences or you are a speaker, you can connect everything together into your website. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that is called a hub of a marketing tool. You know, when a user will come, they will know your credibility, where you are speaking, what people are talking about you, what services you want and all, all the things into that. Mm. I love the way that you've mentioned the word hub because it really shows that your website is where people can get access, all of that great information. They can learn more about you, your credibility, your reputation, your expertise. They can access key information that's going to support them and whatever they need because obviously you're providing an information through from your website. And the giveaway I think is really important too. I mean, I visit a lot of different websites and I think, wow, what a lost opportunity opportunity because I'm sure one of the things that you say to your clients, Gigan, is that when you have a, a free giveaway, the way that people access that giveaway is to provide you with their name and, and email address as a minimum so that you can email that uh, document or whatever it is to them. But that's a great yeah. way to build your list. And once someone is on your database, your list, you can continue to nurture that relationship so that they get to continue to, to know, like, and trust you, which we know are just important when someone is uh, considering working with us. You know, they they need to know more about us, they need to like us, and they need to have that level of integrity that they know that we're going to deliver what, what we say we, we will. So do you find that there are still many websites that you visit that are not implementing and using to the fullest of advantage a lot of the things that you mentioned just recently? Yes, absolutely. 
the mindset and they have hired people to design the website. They haven't hired people to market their website as effective. Mm-hmm. So there is a message difference between the two things. Mm-hmm. You will find ma- many designers, developers doing great work with the technology, but technology is the secondary part to it. Yes, Technology is there to help you. But you have to strategize your marketing and website to work for you. Then technology can come along mm. and that can work for you. Yeah, yeah. So I do feel because the thought process goes five page, 10 pages, 15 pages. But when I ask that what kind of a message you want, who are your target audience, what you want to achieve out of it, then I don't see any effective answers to that. Yes. And then I see the frustration that I spend so much amount on this product and making this project, but it's not giving me the results that I'm looking at. So give your designer, developer, or rather I would say website strategist as much information as you can about your business. Mm-hmm. They have to wear your hat and shoes and walk like in your business with you to understand and give you effective effectiveness. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I have seen some people who have used some technologies to support them in developing, you know, pages where they can, can um, obtain email addresses and, and so forth. Yet when you read through the wording on the website, you can see that it has incorporated elements of what that technology has provided as well as a little bit of their own message. And it really stands out in a negative way, unfortunately because the message just does not connect. And I have even seen, unfortunately, where people have not put their own information across. So it's actually pulling across the, the information from the technology. So the names and, oh, it, and it really is sad. So what you're saying is, yes, use those technologies, embrace them because it's going to support you, but make sure you are so clear on your message, who your ideal client is, because you can get people to your website, but they're just not going to resonate and they'll leave because you haven't really connected with them on the deeper level and they don't see that you have a solution to their problem and they certainly won't uh, stick around. And I've even had some people, and you might see this too, Gagan, where they have a website, then they have a blog, which is somewhere completely different. And then they have another site, which is, you know, and it's like, you've got them all over the place. You need to bring it all back to one central area, which is your website, which you then say it becomes your hub. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm. I just would like to highlight one short case study. I was working with a client. She was homeopathic proponent in Los Angeles here, and she deals the homeopathic solution for animals. Now, when I was talking with her and trying to understand her business, she says the mindset of people who own cats and dogs are completely different. The questions, the FAQs for both user groups are completely different. Mm -hmm. One user group will use my tool, which is called as when you measure their diet, the pet diet and everything to, to a very extensive tool. And one user doesn't do that. So this information was very helpful for me to build up her website. Yes. So I knew that which user should need what kind of a tools and which user needs what kind of a tool. Yeah. So 
so these this kind of information sharing with their uh, website strategists is critical for your website mm-hmm. and it really confirms the importance of us as business owners that we know our ideal client so yes. well that we know their habits, we know the the steps that they're going to take. And in this instance, with the um, case study you just mentioned, she knew her clients so well, she could determine what they were thinking and the questions that they were looking for and what resonated with them. And, and that, of course, enabled you to design her website to speak to both of those individual um, people, the cat dog lovers and, and the dog lovers. And he's so right because you are, even when you look on social media, Gigan, you've got the people who love cats and share cat stuff and then you've got the dog lovers and I I happen to be a dog lover and I look at the cat things and I think well you know not that I don't like cats but I really love uh, dogs and resonate with that so if someone had a website that really connected uh, with me as a person who just loves my 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 little pooch as I call him muffin that is really going to prompt me to take action whatever that might be to take that that, quiz or so so let's talk a little bit about the social media and how how that plays such an important role in building our reputation and, and credibility. Social media is very key, but before I start on social media, not all social media platforms can be beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. Now, based on your services and products, you have to choose which social media will work for you. Okay. For some, Facebook is great. For some, LinkedIn is great. For some, Pinterest is great. And again, I would like to take an example of one of my clients. She she makes homemade products like uh, beauty products, soaps and uh, things like that. And uh, she feels that more than a Facebook, Pinterest is more beneficial for her business. Reason being is that people can see the products and they can relate and pick and share it on a regular basis. They don't want the conversation that is going on the Facebook They want to try it by themselves and share it with their members. So she said that that business works really well and that builds up the credibility. Now, social media can build your credibility to a large extent. I'm going to take my example here and say that LinkedIn has worked really well for my business. The recommendations that I got there and the confirmations and affirmations that I have received on LinkedIn has helped me build leads and more business based on that fact. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. And I think what's really something I want to highlight from what you've just said is that maybe if you're, if, if someone is listening today and they've been using social media, yet they haven't generated the results that they really hope to as far as building reputation and credibility. It may be because they haven't done what you've just said is so important is recognizing which social media platform is going to support me in my business. Where are my ideal clients hanging out? So they might have developed a whole campaign using a platform which really is not going to generate the results because their ideal client is just not just not uh, there. And so that's why their messages is falling on, on deaf ears. So would you say that that social media should play or support a business in getting the message out there, connecting with people? When you're speaking with a, a client, do you encourage them to look at social media as being quite integral, an integral part of their marketing plan, their overall marketing plan? Absolutely. I see that 
as a hub of conversation and communication, effective communication. Mm-hmm. Whether you are in real estate, software company, I worked with a startup software company. I worked with small business owners. Any of these platforms can work wonders for them. Mm-hmm. So I can take an example of a startup software company. They started with social media based on the fact that they were launching some security products for businesses and they wanted to grow from there so they could talk about it and then they can share it in a different level so that conversation started and that is an effective way to get a feedback on your product or your thought it can be like a survey for you mm-hmm. where you you can understand that what your end user or your target audience is actually looking for and you can build your information product based on that kind of feedback that you are getting. Yes, yes. So social media is just not for big corporations or companies. Social media works for everybody else. Mm. And big companies also use that as more like a survey for them. That is why they launch a new product. Like you can take any any company like Starbucks. They want that feedback coming into them on regular basis so that they can build their products and make it more successful. Mm-hmm. It could be the cost. It could be the color. It could be the taste of the product. And it works for every business altogether. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I love the way that you've mentioned uh, in one of the case studies with that uh, software company, they started with social media first because a lot of people think, well, I need to have everything set up in my website first. But I think the way that you've just said is going out there and networking, connecting on social media with your ideal client, really finding out what are they struggling with? What are the questions they have? What is going to motivate them? Then you can go back and you can build all of the the answers into the website and the content of obviously. So when you start to then lead people over to your website, they're really going to connect with the information and recognize, hey, this new software, this is exactly what we are looking for. And uh, yeah, so I love love that that example. So Gagan, people who are already have an online presence, yet after hearing you speak today, they realize that there are some gaps. There are some gaps in uh, yeah. what they have created. What would be some key questions? Because I know this is often a question that many entrepreneurs and business owners can consider. When I am thinking about hiring a company or a person to support me and, and my business in creating a very strong online presence, what are some of the things that I need to ask them to ensure that I know that I am hiring someone who's going to support me? Do you have any questions that you recommend we should be asking when we reach out to to these um, kind of service providers? Absolutely. And the first foremost, share as much information as you can about your business because your offline business, it can be integrated in your online business. Mm. Like, I can again take a case study of one of my clients. She says, I spend so much time on my phone for the consultation and I don't get paid. I start with 15 minutes and I go up to 45 minutes. Mm. That's not giving me money and taking away a lot of my time. So I said, all the questions that you ask over phone, let's put that online. Mm. Let them answer it for you so that you are ready when you actually make a call and you have a constructive conversation with your client then. Mm. So it's easier for you and them because they know what they're coming to and you know what you have to ask. Yes. So once that whole study and sharing of information is there with your strategist, 
Another key issue is you have to ask them for a blueprint of your website. Now, when I was talking about how to make your website as a hub of marketing, now this blueprint works as a core of it. What would be the pages? What would be the information? How the information is going to be connected with each other? Mm -hmm. Now, one action that is taken on one kind of a service, what exactly the next step I want my user to do? Because you don't want to lose that concentration and the effectiveness that is going on. So I can take again an example that I'm showing one of my clients about my portfolio. Now I can ask them, either you can get in touch with me or I want to show you another portfolio which might entice you. Mm -hmm. So this whole blueprint and what kind of a marketing hub that you can provide if you are a speaker, you build up products and things like that. So that gives a clear picture to you and the designer that what they are planning to achieve out of it. Yes. And I think what you mentioned earlier through our interview was so important that there is a distinguishing factor between a website designer who can create all of the technologies and the, and the, the back-end systems for you, but there yes. may also be a separate person, but someone who has both qualities obviously is is a gold, you know, golden nugget to, to find, but then someone who has a marketing sense about it and says, okay, this is what we need to do with the, the content and, and with this technology to really get it working for you. So I think that that's really important. So I love that. So a blueprint of your website. So this is really the structure, how it's going to be laid out, what on each of the pages, how it kind of links together. But then also how are we going to integrate all of this? How are we going to leverage all of this yeah. content and that we're creating to really become a marketing hub for my business. Really, really important. So if someone's listening today, they may be an author, they may be a business coach, a chiropractor, a healer, a spiritual reader, or whoever is in a coach or a consultant, that they may not have a huge budget to work with. The things that you spoke about today, can they still achieve the goal that we were talking about, even if they do have a lesser budget? Absolutely. Here's the thing you are making your website to give you some kind of a result. So you are investing your time, you are investing your money to start with, you are investing everything. Mm. So before you go that, do your research and homework and see which one can work for you. Mm -hmm. I have clients who have spent tons of money on their project and they haven't got that result and then they have to come back to me. Yes. So you can you can combine these two and see that how much money you have spent. Rather, you would have done your homework and research before you pen down the right person that you're going to work with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That saves the money because we are people who can do the consultation, but we can design also based on the consultation mm -hmm. and we can develop also. So you might find companies who are doing everything. Yes. So that could be the right partner for you who can understand, build and scalable for your needs for the business. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, working with someone who is able to take you from point A right through to point B, C, D, E, you know, I think is is really great because they look at every single thing that they're doing right at the start with an end goal in mind, you know, and I think when you do it that way, some of the, the decisions that you make can really support you in creating something, some of the key foundations to really be able to, to leverage. So if someone's already 
got a website that they have already designed and the, the web designer that they are currently working with. If people recognize now that, hey, I don't think my website designer is going to really support me as far as creating a really effective marketing tool, what would be an option for them? What could they do now? They can definitely go for a right website strategist who can partner with you Mm -hmm. so that that person can sit down with you and see your online presence and build it through that what is already there and how we can improve that to convey the message and to give the results that you are looking at. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, I have I'm working with a client who's a coach right now. And they had a very basic uh, page on it, but they they have scaled their business. So they already have an online presence. So I went, I did the complete study, front end and the back end. By front end, I mean what it looks like to mm-hmm. end user. And the back end means the technology that they, they have used. I took everything and I created a new blueprint for their website. And create the complete wireframing for their website if they want to go ahead and work with me or they want to give it or hand it over to their designer to build it for them. Mm -hmm. So it can go to a complete detail that each and every page, what kind of elements going to be there, what you think is the right way, work with their strategies, and then you can take it from there. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, Gagan, if people are really interested and wanting to find out more information about you and, and your business and the services that you provide, how can people get in contact with you? They can visit my website, which is www.57pixelmedia.com or to email, which is info at 57pixelmedia.com. They can call me on my direct line just for your listeners and Maria is 818-573-7690. Fantastic. Can you repeat that number one more time, please? 818 573-7690. And of course, we'll put all of those uh, details on how you can connect with Yagan on our show notes and uh, you'll be able to, to click through those as well. Yagan, there is one question that it's a fun question that uh, I ask a, a lot of my guests. You are now running a very successful business. If you look back to when you first started, what would have been the one thing that you did that really supported you in boosting your business? What would that one thing be that really worked well for you? how I can help the people who are going to partner with me to find a right solution. Mm -hmm. All the knowledge that I have gained by working 15 years in this industry, like a full-time job, how I can incorporate all those things that I have learned to make a successful online presence Mm -hmm. for small business owners. At times, they don't have marketing teams. They don't have the strategies. I, I can understand all those things. That aspect was very important for me when I started my own business. Mm. That what I learned from working with companies, what I learned from there, I can have that knowledge club together and give it to my clients yes. so that it can work for them, customize it for them as per their needs. Fantastic. Good, good. And I think sometimes um, we take 
previous experience and knowledge for granted, don't we? And yet it can provide us with such incredible information and uh, support that we can harness and leverage with the work that we're doing now and, and the support that we offer our clients. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Garnet. I love this this topic and talking about technologies and websites. And I think in this time, every business should not only have a website, however, have a website that is truly working for them. It is truly a you know an incredible marketing tool if they have all of the right strategies in place. And of course, today you identified uh, key design factors, key strategies, key things that we need to consider to ensure that our website becomes a powerful marketing tool and online presence for our business. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I hope that all those uh, tips and tricks that I have given might help someone sitting across the world and they can implement it on their website and that should help them. I'm sure it certainly um, will. So thank you once again for, for coming on the show. So there you go, some incredible tips and strategies for you to implement if you want to take your website and turn it into an incredible marketing tool for your business. And you know, with a website, it works for you 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, even while you sleep. And Gagan is certainly able to support you if that is something that you're struggling with. So please go ahead to the show show notes. This is uh, show number 138. So all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES138 and that'll take you through to the show notes. Now, if this is the very first time you are listening to the show, welcome. Make sure you subscribe to our show, to our podcast so that you don't miss other upcoming shows with guest experts such as Gagan today. Have a fantastic week, everyone, and we'll catch you again next week. Bye for now. This is Anne. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.